then he starts talking in the third person. Incredible rise to glory that Morgan Freeman is having. Yeah. He says, I mean, not all of us are having this incredible rise to glory like Morgan Freeman is having here. I'm a major standout. Major standout. Me and Denzel. Me and Denzel. At the time, Morgan Freeman was turning 53, and he'd only just become incredibly famous from his role in Driving Miss Daisy. He was almost 20 years older than his co-stars. His problems, they were different than theirs. For one thing, I've never had mobs of people trying to get to me. Yeah. Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis. You know, you do these kinds of movies that make a billion dollars. What made Bruce Willis a superstar? Moonlighting. No. Die Hard. Die Hard. My point is, my agent said to me, you know, you, now you're getting to a level where you have to be careful. You know, because you become a movie star. And you won't have to act anymore. Morgan Freeman didn't think he was at that level of stardom, the Die Hard level. But he knew that once you got there... You had to be careful. He said that once you're a movie star, you don't really have to act anymore, at least not in the same way. And for a theater guy like him, that was a distinction he didn't want to forget. His schedule was grueling, but he still looked like he was enjoying himself. He told me that Bonfire was nothing compared to Taming of the Shrew, the Shakespeare in the Park play he was in. What made the two projects different? For Shakespeare, he had to memorize the lines. He said it was easier with movies. You just look at the page and do it, he says. Well, Brian didn't quite have the same feeling about that. He really liked Morgan Freeman, but the line thing irritated him. They kept having to reshoot, take after take. Because Morgan Freeman kept screwing up his lines. Those lines he didn't have time to memorize. All this while they had $30,000 worth of extras sitting around waiting. Brian felt like the biggest pressure was on what they all called the decency speech. The decency speech was Morgan Freeman's big, important monologue about ethics and virtue. Justice is the law. And the law is man's feeble attempt to set down the principles of decency. Decency. And decency is not a deal. It isn't an angle or a contract or a hustle. This was the movie's big climactic moment. It's the moment when the judge tells the outraged spectators at Sherman McCoy's trial they have to accept the verdict. Decency. No matter how unpopular it is. It would be close to the final scene in the movie. Brian hated speeches in movies. But the screenwriter loved it. And so did another important group. The Warner Brothers executives. Tom Wolfe, though, he was on Brian's team. He was just surprised the speech was even there. Wolf had originally written Bonfire as a series of articles in Rolling Stone magazine. That's where the screenwriter had found the decency speech. But that speech, it hadn't even ended up in Bonfire the book. Tom Wolf had removed it. 
he didn't think it was true to life. People, not even judges, they don't walk around giving speeches. I talked to Wolf about it. There's this big justice speech, and it's not in 